1: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
2: Press conferences are brought to us by Nissan of North Homestead and I-90 Nissan in Sheffield Village. You can shop online at bignissan.com. I know
0: this is the typical press conference question that you ask in these type of situations, but its I think it's the most pertinent question. Jeff, what do you expect? Like, what do you expect out of this presser?
2: I I hope Deshaun doesn't make any statements about his whole legal lawsuit situation like he made the last time. Because they just didn't go over very well, whether they were true, sincere, or whatever. You know, I, I actually would think he could do this. Hey, look, I was suspended. I served my suspension. I settled these lawsuits. I don't have anything more to say about all of that. I'm happy to answer anything you want to know about football. Now, is, is that him dodging a situation? Maybe, but I think he can. I mean, he did everything that was asked of him. And I'm not condoning his actions in settling any whatever. I to me, he did he jumped through every hoop that he put in front of himself because of some bad decisions and and bad behavior if and I'm just saying that because he ended up, you know, having so many ladies sue him. That where there's smoke, there's fire. There's something wasn't right there. And he paid a monetary price for that and he paid a in delaying his career with the Cleveland Browns. Anything more than that, I don't know. So if I was him, I would say something like that. Hey, look, I talked all about this before. I've been spending 11 weeks getting ready. I'll talk all about those 11 weeks. I'll talk about this team, and and I'm ready to move forward. If you guys aren't, that's okay. You can ask, but I'm not going to answer. I think you're right, and...
0: The thing is, is that the questions that are going to be asked today of him are the questions that need to be asked because this is the first time we are going to hear from this guy since
2: the 11-game suspension came down. And so, Nothing's really changed in his off-the-field situation. Nope. But there's a lot of football stuff. Right,
0: and it's the fact that in the first few press conferences, he dodged all of it and gave, frankly, really bad answers. Yeah, they were bad. That didn't help to...
2: Really defuse the problem that he put that he's was it. Remember when so, he, he said, "You know, I wasn't raised that way, and I never disrespected." Don't don't even get into that. Yeah, I mean, I, may, maybe maybe you need to explain further in this situation. Sorry, I think I think he can get away without doing that, and nobody's going to buy any of his explanation anyway. Right. See that there's the bottom line. What what could he possibly say where anybody's going to say, "Oh, well, okay then." No, nothing. There's nothing he can say. And nothing will change what? anyone's opinion of of his situation one way or the other. And so I, I would I would maybe just start by making a blanket statement and say, hey, look, I know the whole situation. We've dealt with it. I was suspended. I paid. I was sued. That's over. I'm not going to address that. I'll talk football all day long. I will disagree with you a smidge there. Go ahead
0: if he comes out and he says basically what he said to Aditi Kinkabwala before the first preseason game and lays it out that way and says something along the lines of in the weeks i have you know i have done therapy i have gone through all of the nfl wants me to do and all that stuff and i have seen that i put myself in some bad positions and i put these women in worse positions or something along those lines that will start to build the bridge to forgiveness for uh, for a good chunk of people okay. in this town. If okay. if he comes out and says something, wait, now we have no idea if he will, if he won't, all that stuff, it's it's his choice, it's his life. But I feel like that is exactly how this will start. We will now go to Berea for Browns wide receiver, Amari Cooper.
3: Smart. how was it yesterday having Deshaun
4: back with the lunch for the first time? It was cool, you know, just to... Uh, see him out there uh, practicing. Um, you can see it in his face that he was uh, kind of excited to be out there. So it was pretty cool. Did
3: you feel any different with him being out there for the first time since the season started? Um,
4: not so much. You could just see, like, the command that he had, you know, like in the huddle and, uh, you know, uh, the detail that he had, uh, even in the meeting rooms, talking about the plays and stuff like that. So from that from that aspect, yeah.
2: Marty, we've heard from some of the defensive guys that his accuracy is what really
0: kind of stands out on the practice field. You're catching passes from him. Would you agree?
4: Yeah, I mean he's uh he's real accurate. Um, I mean that's just one of the traits of a good quarterback. You know, that, that accuracy, uh, putting it on the on the money right there in your chest. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, you can definitely, that definitely is something that stands out for sure.
0: And there's those nuances of where, you know, you run the route where the football needs to be. Do you feel like you and Deshaun are, are starting that process and getting mm-hmm. it
4: figured out? Yeah, I mean, um, he has great anticipation. Uh, but, you know, really uh, you attribute that to, um, you know, his hard work. Like uh, he's real good at, okay, this is my receiver. I'm going to look at film uh, of him to see how he runs routes so that he can know um, how to anticipate throwing you uh, certain routes. So yeah.
0: so he's watched film on you to, to know where you like yeah, to go. Yeah, I well.
4: mean, he's always trying to find a way to get better. Uh, you know, Coach uh, Chad was sending him some uh, some some clips of me from previous teams that I've been on um, just so he could get a better feel. And what kind of
2: spark do you think will give oh, really? the offense?
4: What kind of spark? Yeah. Uh, just the usual spark that comes with Deshaun Jackson. <laughs> I mean, Deshaun Watson. uh he, um, you know, he's he's a great player. You've been able to uh, see it over the years. Um, you know, one of the big things he he does well is when a play breaks down, he's able to kind of make something out of nothing. So, um, yeah.
1: You might have been a little limited at times, but the past couple of weeks where he's been able to practice with you guys, did you feel that connection starting to build? Can you see a difference from the work you've been able to put in the past couple of
4: weeks? Um. Yeah, I mean, like I said, Deshaun <laughs> Watson, uh, you know, he's just a great quarterback, um, does a lot of things well. I mean, like the accuracy we alluded to earlier, um, throws a great ball, easy to catch. Um, I mean, obviously, it'll be, it's going to be exciting to play with him uh, in the actual game. But as far as practice, I I mean, we've practiced with him for a while now as far as like OTAs and stuff like that. Um, so I guess uh, a different, it'll, it'll be a different feel in the game, and I'm, that's what I'm excited about.
0: Amari, what's it been like, I mean, in the practices that you've gotten with him so far, getting the timing down with the routes and everything, especially compared to how it was with Jacoby?
4: You so said what's it been like? Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, you know, they're, they're two different uh, quarterbacks. Um, but they they both throw an easy to catch ball, you know? Both throw an easy to catch ball. Um, I don't know. Like, <laughs> uh, obviously, they're different. But the ball is is easy to catch from both of them, so I mean, not too much.
0: But like time, I guess. Like the timing for you as the route runner, like, has that is that an adjustment that you have to make from quarterback to quarterback, or, or how does that process work? I guess.
4: Uh, obviously, you know, the timing is just a, a bit different, um, but I mean, you get used to that as a receiver, um, catching from a whole bunch of different quarterbacks. Uh, usually, with the quarterbacks, um, they're they're more comfortable throwing certain routes than others. So I guess that's one of the 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 biggest adjustments, Amari,
0: if the the Browns scored 24 points a game without Watson, what's reasonable
4: to expect now? I don't know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't know, that's something like you'll just have to wait and see. Uh, I I, I don't know the future, I can't predict the future.
0: Amari, I, I know you guys wouldn't put this on him, but do you think it's important for him to know that he's not, doesn't have to rescue the season?
4: I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, we're all pros here, like you know what I mean? Uh, obviously, that's something that he knows and understands. He's, he's a very mature person. So I don't think he even feels any type of pressure like that.
3: When you talk about quarterbacks having routes they prefer to throw, um, do you think what you do on Sunday will change a lot since, from the first 11 games, or will you pretty much run the same stuff you've been running?
4: Uh, as far as the routes yeah, I, the I've routes. been running? um. I don't know, <laughs> I, you know, I can kind of see already like in the game plan without, you know, obviously giving anything away that, you know, there are some some changes, obviously that that's suitable for what Deshaun Watson does. So uh, like I said, you guys just have to wait and see, you know, <sighs> more for
3: what he does in terms of you mentioned creating off you know, off script stuff. Is that something you expect to click right away with the receivers of him when you guys go off script or is that going to take a minute?
4: Uh, again, you just, just have to wait and see. I mean, it's definitely something that we practice. Um, there's a, a right way and a wrong way to to go about um, you know, the angles that you want to run as receivers when a play breaks down, and we try to practice it the right way. Um, now it just has to carry over to the game. So, so um, Njoku handed you the ball
1: after his touchdown he asked you to spike it and what the I was
4: like why are you hand it <laughs> I was like I, I would think he would want to, he would have wanted to keep that you know um I don't know he probably kept it but I was like kind of confused why he was handing it to me like, oh, like what do you want me to do with it and he was like he was like spike it so I just When's spiked it the last it. time you did that What hand spiked somebody a ball? ball? no spike I don't think I've ever spiked the ball <laughs> I think that was my first time spiking the ball so it was uh I really didn't know what to do with it. it ain't gonna be, I ain't going to lie to you. Did he want, <laughs> like it enough to do it again? Uh, probably won't do it again. <laughs> Did
3: he want you to do the cheese slam where he jumps and does it between his legs?
4: I don't know. I, I, haven't, I haven't asked him since he asked me to spike the ball, so I gotta. it's something i got to ask him.
2: That's Amari Cooper, Browns wide receiver. All press conferences brought to us by Nissan of North Olmstead and I-90 Nissan in Sheffield Village. You can shop online at bignissan.com. Latest. Looks like Deshaun Watson around noon, sometime around noon. Could be a little early, could be a little late. Stick with us right here on 92.3 The Fan. We'll be going back to Berea momentarily. Joel Batonio, Deshaun Watson speaking today as the Browns get ready to take on the Houston Texans. I'm Jeff Phelps. Dan Menigan's in for Andy Baskin today. Joel Batonio will be speaking momentarily in Berea. In fact, he's speaking right now.
3: You know, besides that, it's been, it's been pretty, uh, pretty normal. Joel, it's a, it's a long season. This is
0: the 12th game. It's very unusual for a player of Watson's caliber to be dropped into a
3: team. What kind of a shot in the arm is that psychologically to the team? Yeah, I mean he, he's a good player, so it's it's it gives you a boost. You know, I think it's something new. You know, the season is a long season like he talked about. So you play seventeen. You know, it's like seventeen sprints. It's you know not even a marathon. It's like, it's 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 a lot. Um, so you get, you know some a new guy in there. You know, it's definitely you know, brought a little bit of energy and stuff like that. But, again, we have to, you know, he hasn't played football in a long time either, you know, so it's, it's going to be something that we're going to fill each other out and, and hopefully come out with a with a bang. But, um, but yeah, it's definitely just part of the process. So How, do you think you think you, right.
1: How do you think you guys as his teammates will handle any negative chants or signs or protests or anything that might happen
3: the game? Yeah, we're treating it like a normal road game. Um, we're expecting it to be loud and we're expecting, you know, to hear – some booze and stuff like that, but for us, we're, we're going to go into it on silent count, and we're going to be, you know, ready to roll from that aspect, so I think I think we'll be okay, I mean, I can't, you know, we'll, we'll see how loud it gets and, and things like that, but we're going to treat it like a real game, we've been in some loud atmospheres already this year, so we'll, we'll treat it that way. His locker's obviously real close to yours, have you guys got gotten, gotten close at all, I mean, do you talk much? You yeah, to- yeah, we, we've talked a lot more, um, you know, he's been here the last like three weeks or so, and, and we've had a chance to to talk a little bit, you know, after practice or before practice, getting ready for things. Um, you know, he's a quiet guy, though. You know, he's, he's a pretty quiet guy. But, uh, but no, it's it's um, it's been good to have him back in here and just get used to the team and, and having him around. Sweet. Thanks.
2: And there's Joel Batonio. Short, sweet, well done. Quiet guy, Deshaun Watson. Having him around, getting used to things. I want to go back to some of the things Amari Cooper said. Absolutely. Love the idea. He said, Sean Watson's been watching a lot of film of him. And not just since he's been a member of the Browns, and they've given him tape. He's gone back and looked at Amari when he was with his other teams, the Cowboys and the Raiders. That's an interesting thing. Just to see how your guy you know runs patterns, what he does with the ball, where, where he gets the ball. It's interesting. Now, Deshaun's had the time to do it. He had a lot of time on his hands. <laughs> so, why not? He also, I, I like the fact he said he was really excited to play with Watson in a game. And that he throws a great ball. Yeah. Very catchable ball.
0: I, I'm with you. And that's one of those things that usually we hear all the time about. Oh, it takes time in training camp. It takes time in training camp. Well, here's a guy that wants to come in and, to use a to use a turn of phrase that I can't stand, hit the ground running with this team. And that's what that is what that is when you're starting to do that well, stuff. Is, he, he has to. He has to. Yeah. You're right. I mean, that's the playoffs are on the line. You know, if they want to have a shot to play late in January, they're going to have to have the quarterback hit the ground running and have the rush be as minimal as possible. And if those are the kind of things that help in the transition from Jacoby Brissett to Deshaun Watson to keep that chemistry with Amari Cooper going because, I mean, we've seen this year – Amari Cooper looks like a guy that was taken in the top. What was it? He was a top 10 pick, I want to say, or something like that when he came out. He looks like a, a wide receiver who should have been taken in the top 10 of the draft after being a boomer bust guy for two different organizations before he stepped foot in
2: Cleveland. Yeah, he, I think he's playing the most consistent football of his career. He's here. playing
0: great ball. Yep. He's running great routes, and, and really they're good. using him as a deep option, which is something that both the Raiders and the Cowboys didn't do because they looked at him and said, you're a route runner. And it's like, no, he's a do-all. He can can run deep. He can can beat guys with speed. He's also a crisp route runner on top of it. So if you can get on the same page as fast as possible with your number one wide receiver, then your offense is going to take off. The league is built for you to have your offense take off when you get on the same page as your number one wide receiver. And we saw it with Jacoby Brissett, who doesn't have the arm or the ability that Watson does. And Cooper danced around saying it that way, but like going, hey, you know, Jacoby throws a nice ball as well. This is different. And you've heard it from every single beat reporter who has been there during training camp, during practices, all of that stuff. The ball comes out different. It comes out faster. It comes out nicer. It comes out easier to catch.
2: Straight football standpoint here. Some things really intrigue me about what we're going to see uh, on Sunday. And it's not – the browns against the texans i mean if they don't if they don't win this game shame on them yeah you know i I, yeah. I hate to say that but it's it's so true i think it was sports illustrated i said earlier wrote a story and one of the points they made in their football story was just how awful the houston texans are <laughs> that they're just a terrible football operation right now and it's true. They're positioning themselves to get the number 1 pick in the draft. It sure seems that way. Yeah, they're
0: they want Bryce Young or CJ Stroud right. or but know, here's,
2: one of those guys. But, but here's the point. And we heard one of the questions to Amari Cooper about this. The Browns right now are averaging and, and this was with their backup quarterback and, you know, plan B, plan, you know, cover yourself because you're not going to have your starting quarterback for a while. So let's sign Jacoby Brissett, who's probably as good of a backup quarterback as you're going to find in the league. At least he's in that conversation. And the Browns were averaging 24 points a game. In that situation, with Jacoby as your quarterback, that's 11th best in the NFL. Yards per game, they're fifth in total yards, total offense, fifth. Fifth in rushing. This is the catch. <laughs> they're middle of the road in passing. Yeah. With, with Jacoby Brissett as your quarterback, you were 15th. In the NFL, in passing yards per game at 222. What does Deshaun Watson add to this? And, and man, it could be, it could really be something. Now, earlier in the show, and if you missed this, you can go back and, and listen to it if you'd like. You go to our website, 92 thefancom go to the Odyssey app, Baskin of Helps podcast. We played the Deshaun or game. Would you rather have Deshaun Watson or every other starting quarterback in the NFL? If you missed it, here's the synopsis. I said there were only two guys in the NFL I would take over Deshaun Watson based on this premise that the Browns are getting the guy who played in Houston. That that was the premise. Right. Now, we had Peter and Mentor called all fired up at us. You know, he's two years removed from that. I said, no, you you need to understand the premise we were working under.
0: It it made a really good point on top of it. I mean, we were doing this exercise that – we took the DeLorean and we took it back to 2020 and we put Deshaun Watson in oh, the DeLorean and came back because we, that's all we had.
2: Right, that's all we that's know. That's all we know. We, we haven't yes. seen him. So we're just, and I, I wouldn't say we're assuming that he's going to play that way. We were just working under that premise. The guy who quarterbacked the Houston Texans quarterbacking the Browns, would you rather have that guy or everybody else? I picked Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes over him. And I had Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert as a push. So, to me, that's top five. Yeah. You had, you had four guys better than him. Allen, Mahomes, Herbert, and Rodgers. You had him top five.
0: And I think he, he brought up the interesting point on top of it of it was all garbage time stats. It was all times it didn't matter because that team was so bad that it was getting blown out. I don't think you can be a starting quarterback in the NFL – and put up, quote-unquote, empty-calorie statistics that way? I, I just don't think so. Like, I know we could all point to Blake Bortles for years with the Jaguars where he would put up horrible numbers and well, fantasy football players were in love with the fact that as
2: long as they didn't have to watch Blake Bortles, they were okay. Can I Let, let me just put an end to that myth that you just said. They were 4-12 his last year there, okay, in Houston. In his first year, Watson got hurt he played seven games and in seven games through 19 touchdown passes. Okay. 19 touchdown passes in seven games and had 1700 yards passing in seven games. And the team went three and three in the games that he started the next year. He played 16 games. The Texans went 11 and five. Mm-hmm. Those aren't shallow stats. No. The next year, his third year in the league, he played 15 games. The Texans went 10 and 5. So, let's not get hung up on one really crummy year in Houston. Now, he was really good that year. Mm-hmm. He had career highs in passing yards and in passing touchdowns. There that's that's a fact. I and maybe they had to throw like crazy to try and win some football games cuz they were behind. They were lousy. They were 4 and 12. They had a lousy offensive line. In fact, they had a lousy offensive line his entire time there. However, in his second and third seasons, they went 11 and five and 10 and five in his starts. So forget the empty calorie passing yards, because in 2018 and 2019, there was nothing empty about it. They were good. I don't think you can empty calorie a 70% completion percentage. Still playing NFL teams. That's
0: the thing. I don't think you can empty calorie that. Like, I'm sorry. I,
2: I, I don't think you could do it. Watson's coming up. We're going to hear him right here on the fan. Uh, and I, I just think people need to realize that. His overall record in Houston as a starter was 28 and 25. And that included the four and twelve clunker in his last year. Okay. So without without that clunker of a year, and okay, I'm I'm just going to erase it for just to say this stat, they were 24 and 13 in his first three years. And he played two and a half of those years. In games that he started so the guy has been the quarterback on a winning football team they're not the awful they weren't the awful team that he is uh, going to face on Sunday Deshaun Watson will speak in Berea and we will hear it coming up momentarily right here on Baskin and Phelps can't wait for that I'm anxious to hear what he has to say what he has to say how he's going to say it I don't really have any idea But we're going to find out, and we're going to find out momentarily because Deshaun Watson will be speaking from Berea, and we'll hear it right here on 92.3 The Fan.
1: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better